Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful uh, Monday morning. And trust everybody's doing well today. It is uh, a little dark in here, and I've got to turn my uh, lights on. Give me just one second here. Apologize for that. Got a little sidetracked this morning, and uh, sorry about that. I got uh, sidetracked. Uh, sometimes the old devil wants to attack first thing in the morning, and he knows how to uh, get me. Uh, tore up before I have to speak like this and uh, makes things very frustrating and aggravating when stuff like that happens. It's hard to get uh, in the right mood and attitude and thought process when uh, things like that happen. And so it's just part of life, I guess, and uh, still uh, makes you upset. But uh, how you doing now? Good morning to you. Thanks for watching this morning and everyone else that's watching. And uh, I hope everybody has a good day today. I know uh, Mondays, as a rule, are not uh, usually fun, and uh, always some uh, aggravation <laughs> seems to arise on Mondays uh, more so than any other. At least it feels that way. You know, they just cause the weekend, and just you know, it don't, you don't want to go back to work, and you're aggravated, and and uh, in as it is. So uh, just try to make the best of it. Don't let certain people get you down, and. Uh, just do the best that you can. Uh, thank you, Ed. But uh, just pray for this election. I'm just telling you guys and gals, we really need to be praying on our, be on our hands and knees and praying hard. As to somebody yesterday, I really believe that uh, uh, even if uh, Trump had a landslide of undisputable, overwhelming proof that he won the election, I still think they're going to fight it, contest it. And it's just going to be a nightmare no matter what happens. So, but let's pray that um, it's just so undeniable. There's no way they have no choice but to concede. And uh, if those two lunatics do get in there, Lord help us. I'm just telling you, you better buckle up and hang on because there's, it's going to be bad, particularly on Christians as a whole. So uh, just, um, I don't know, Lord's in control. It's going to be what it's going to be. So well, let's go ahead and stand up and let's do our Pledge of Allegiance this morning. Let me uh, bring us up here so you all can uh, watch, uh, stand and, and uh, place your hand over your heart. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all praise the lord for being able to have the freedom to get up and say that pledge this morning so uh, praise the lord for that and uh, praise god that we were born in this country and uh, let's hold fast to the freedoms that we have because um, if the radical left get their way uh, these freedoms we have are going to erode quickly, and uh, you can see uh, it's pretty evident that um, uh, Biden and uh, was, is chummy with China, some of these others, and you talk about persecution, and in China, it's uh, undeniable, uh, the persecution, the physical torture, uh, imprisonment, and death as a result of those who try to believe God's word, that's a a uh, scary thing to think that could happen here in this country, but don't think that it won't and can't happen. It uh, very well can. I mean, you see how big Rome was, and it decayed from within. So uh, don't think we're not too big to fall, but let's pray that we don't. All right. Well, let's go ahead and look at our Bible this morning. We're going to look at 1 John chapter 5, verse 10, 
And uh, so be sure and get your Bibles out, highlight this, mark it, and make your notes so that when you go back for as reference material, you can always go back and see uh, uh, what that meant or uh, remind you of what we discussed this morning, those kind of things. But for those who don't have their Bibles, uh, we'll bring this up for you to read along. He that believeth on the Son of God hath a witness in himself. He that believeth not God hath made him a liar, because he believeth not the record that God gave his Son. Bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. Well, my friends, you know, <clears throat> we look at uh, this passage here. You know, one thing we're, we're looking at discussing this morning is the character of God. And um, one way we could look at this is that, uh, particularly in the Garden of Eden, uh, the character of God uh, was what Satan used uh, to tempt Eve uh, into sinning, uh, that she uh, could not trust God, that she, uh, that she had to bring God into question. And therefore, uh, when she started to entertain the thoughts uh, that Satan was uh, gift feeding her. That's when she fell into temptation, took part of the fruit of the good and evil, and of course she shared that with Adam. And uh, we we see that the fall of man happened from there. And uh, you know it's always you know one of those um, major questions of life is you know if God knew all this was going to happen, why did He put the tree there? You know I don't know. That's that's one of those uh, things. We'll just have to wait and find out when we get to heaven one day why He. Uh, allow these kind of things to happen and take place. But, um, you know, when we bring God into question, see, one thing when it comes to God's character, his integrity, uh, we know that we can trust God. We know that he is immutable. We know that he will tell us the truth. See, you know, there's, when it comes to God, we have to have the right relationship with him. Uh, you know, and relationships don't always come easy for some people because it takes a certain amount of trust, a certain amount of uh, uh, of dependence. And be, a lot of people, they have a hard time with that. You know, a lot of people who had uh, rough childhoods, uh, who never, you know, had a good, loving, earthly father. See, a lot of people equate their relationship with the Heavenly Father uh, with, with the relationship they kind of had, the kind of relationship they had with the earthly father. And so if you had a very mean, nasty, uh, abusive earthly father, that can affect how you look at the heavenly father. If you didn't never, if you had never had a father in your life, maybe he died in an early age, maybe he abandoned you as a child. It is, um, so therefore it, you have trust issues, uh, when it comes to, to things like that. And uh, one thing's for sure that God is real, God is truth, God is loving, uh, God is far superior than any man that ever walked this earth. Uh, he is, if you could, if you imagine the greatest dad to have ever lived, I'm telling you right now, he's better than Ward Cleaver or the dad on my three sons or whatever it may be, uh, that he is far greater loving and more kind and forgiving and understanding than any earthly father could ever be. Uh, and, you know, that's one thing, the reason why I wrote the book Life Debt, uh, that, um, because I think there's a lot of people out there, see, my dad and I, we have a very close relationship, tight-knit relationship. He's already been, always been very kind and forgiving. He's shown grace. He's shown me Jesus. You know, he, he he's, he's a man that I've always admired and looked up to, uh, you know, to, to sound uh, uh, cliche, if you will. He's always been my hero, but, uh, you know, but there's a lot of people out there who who don't have that. They don't understand that. 
And that's why I wrote that, so people can understand the relationship between father and son. Uh, because I want people to understand uh, how loving and kind and forgiving our God is. That he's not out to get you. He's not out to hurt you. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there who think that our belief in God is mere, purely psychological. That uh, that's all it is. They, they just chalk that up to a, a, a fanciful uh, view that is no different than... Um, I don't know, Tom Cruise and Scientology, which blows my mind. If you ever looked at, understood what Scientology, what they believe, it is absolute insanity. I mean, they incorporate robots. I mean, it's just, it's it's nuts, man. It's way out there. And, uh, you know, they, they equate it to things like that, uh, you know, so they don't want to believe. And when you look at, um, well, look at it this way, uh, in understanding the character and the gravity of what we're looking at here is that, uh, first of all, we show repentance. Uh, that is showing that we recognize our rebellion against God. We recognize that uh, that we messed up and that we needed God's forgiveness. We need uh, Jesus Christ in our hearts. But, uh, but for those who reject God, you know, those are the ones who are saying that God is a liar. That's the direct effect of looking at this verse this morning. They are saying that God is a liar, that what he is providing and, and trying to give them uh, is, is, is lies, is, is not truth. And, you know, to put it into context, say that, um, one, one, say I was walking down downtown Johnson City, and uh, there was a homeless man there, and uh, I wrote him a check for $100 and tried to give it to him. He grabbed me by the lapels, and he said, well, you proved to me that this check is real. You know, and you're like, you know, you're, you're like, well, it's, 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 you know, it's good. There's nothing wrong with it. And he takes it and just rips it up to a million pieces. Well, he'll, he'll never benefit from that gift that was tried to be given to him. Well, likewise, those who are in the world who try to say, uh, we prove to me that God is real is, is really a form of idolatry uh, and really calling God a liar. And by rejecting him, they will never benefit from his promises, benefit from his gift, benefit from the gift of salvation that he's trying to give them. And so there's a lot of people out there who don't want to believe in the uh, exclusivity uh, of God's word, uh, the exclusiveness uh, of salvation. Because, see, to be exclusive uh, is, is a bad word in today's society. You know, you have to be inclusive. You have to involve everybody. But here's the thing that, not, you know, something I was saying last night, and I think I said it here in, a, in another devotion, is that not all roads lead to God. See, all the, these, these people out here who have been deceived, they've been blinded by the God of this world, uh, who think that all roads lead to God, that all these religions pray to the same God. They are deceived. Uh, the, God, the God of this world has blinded them. Because if, what, if that was true, then my God sending his only son would have been in vain. What would have been the point? If all roads lead to God, if everybody's praying to the same God, then Jesus had no reason to come. Well, we could, uh, you know, get a book of Wicca and, and you know, what witches and witchcraft and, and uh, black magic and all that stuff. Uh, you know, if that's, if that's true, then well, we could have done that. Or Buddhism or Hindu or Mormons or Jehovah's Witnesses, all these cults or false religions, whatever it is. You know. So we know that all that is wrong, that it is false, that it is lies and in, from the pure devil himself. But the only way to heaven is through Jesus Christ alone. Remember, God's word says, no man comes to the Father except through me. 
Jesus Christ, God's word, Christianity is exclusive and is the only way to heaven. And people don't want to hear that because then it, it offends their sensibilities. Well, they can be offended all they want to. There is only one way to heaven, and that, that is through Jesus Christ alone. And so they better get that through their thick heads before it is too late. Uh, and um, uh, there, of course, then you have all these people out there who want to reject that God is real, want to reject uh, that Jesus Christ even walked his earth. That amazes me, uh, the uneducated, ignorant people out there that try to say that Jesus Christ wasn't real and never walked this earth. I, that blows my mind when I say, because uh, secular history, secular history records that Jesus Christ himself walked this earth. So to say that he, that Jesus Christ never existed, it's just, it just, that just shows their ignorance. But when it comes to the character of God, we can, we can trust in his integrity. We can trust that he is real. We can trust that he is there to save us from a very real hell. We can trust in his promises, his truths, his love, that he will never leave us. He will never forsake us, that he's faithful and just to forgive us of all of our sins, that uh, all things work together for good to them that love God. We see in Romans 8, 28, we can trust in all these things. The things of this world we cannot trust. The things of this world will let us down. They will lie to us. They will hurt us. People will deceive us. They will leave us. They will reject us. All those things we will see in this world. But to develop that right relationship with God, to show that reverence, to show that repentance is showing that our need for God. And we need God, particularly now more than ever in this in this age and society. You know, it's sad, just like the uh, uh, illustration of the, uh, the homeless person where I uh, hypothetically gave him that check and he ripped it up and he would never understand the, uh, the, the, the gift that was given him. He would never benefit from that. There's so many in this world where the God of this world has blinded them and deceived them just as he did Eve. And, and so they, you know, they will never benefit from that. And that's sad. And it's so sad that when you try to tell them the truth, that they won't listen, they won't hear. They're grabbing you by the lapels and saying, prove to me that God is real. I, I, I've reversed it back to them. Prove to me that he's not. Oh, they don't like it. They really throw a hissy fit on that. You answer my question first. You know, why? Why should I have to answer it first? You, you tell me why. They can't. That's the problem. You know, we can prove that uh, there has to be a creator. You know, uh, you look at the uh, law of thermodynamics, that things wind down, not up. You can look at, uh, uh, you know, how things are made and created. You know, you've always heard the illustration of the pocket watch in the middle of a field. If you picked it up, you can't say that over thousands of years it just evolved and was there. You know, you look on the back. Uh, may a time X probably, I hate to say it, made in China. <laughs> you know, you rarely find anything made in the USA anymore. But uh, so, you know, there had to be a creator. There had to be something to make it. The intricacies of our bodies, our minds, our cells design, all that proves and screams a creator. And if there's a creator, that creator has to be God. It has to be the God of the Bible. And we, if the God of the Bible is true and exists, we know that Jesus Christ was true and exists. All things point to God. And for these people to blatantly and, and to reject those things of God is calling him a liar. And uh, it is so sad to see that happen. You know, uh, I was doing a funeral this past Saturday. And one thing I brought up, because there were younger people there, that um, statistically, a lot of these, uh, particularly these uh, Generation Z, uh, are known as the nothings. Uh, they, don't want to they don't believe in anything. 
And I was talking about how sad that was because uh, I wanted to get through because uh, there was a young man that had passed. And he had a lot of younger friends. And I wanted to get through to them, these people who claim to be nothings. I said, don't be a nothing. Be a, believe in something. Believe in God Almighty, that God is real, that God is true. See, so many of these young people, they want answers. They have questions. But so many Christians cannot uh, answer those questions. There may be questions I can't understand. It's not like I, I know it all. But because of a lack of studying, because of a lack of understanding, uh, they uh, they cannot give the proper answers. And most of the time, it's straw man arguments. It is uh, circular reasoning. Uh, you know, when you look at circular reasoning, it's you know, why did God do this? Because God's word said it. Well, why did why did God do this? Because God's word says it. You know, there's no real answer. You're just you know, that's why it's called circular reasoning. Uh, good morning, Jamie. Good morning, Anita. And uh, so that's why it's important that our young people understand, you know, because of a lack of God in the home, a lack of parental guidance, a lack of fathers in the home. And sadly, we're seeing a, a, a vast increase of lack of mothers in the home. And I've never I've understood these mothers who abandon their children. That's always, uh, you know, it's not that I justify men leaving it. I think that's a spineless thing to do for a man to abandon his family and I'll take care of his family and his responsibilities. I think that's as, as low and spineless as you can get. But, um, you know, so because of those things, the lack of, of church, uh, that's why they uh, they just they don't feel like there's uh, a need for God in their lives. And when there, there's no God, and then there's no morality, then anything goes. That's why you're seeing. Uh, well, you know, that's why they don't have a problem with abortion. That's why they don't have a problem with homosexuality. That's why they don't have a problem burning the businesses to the ground and rioting and acting like animals. They don't. If there's no God, there's no morality. There's no uh, guidance. There's no uh, no laws to live by. Then anything goes. You know, what's right for you is right is not right for me. I you know it's difference between you like mayonnaise and I like ketchup kind of attitude. You know, and that's why we need God in this world. That's why we need uh, His foundations. You know, God's not here to rob you of your joy. God's here to give you joy abundantly, peace that is, is everlasting. And that uh, is beyond anything we can understand. God is here to help us, to guide us, just as any parent is to guide their children in the right direction. That's what God's trying to do. And that's why it's important now more than ever to explain to people the gift of salvation, to explain to them the love of Jesus Christ, to explain to them that what God has to offer. And just like that uh, hypothetical uh, homeless person grabbing you by the lapels, prove to me that God is real, you know. So uh, uh, what we can do is all we can do is live Jesus internally, externally, showing Jesus Christ that, that there has been a change in our lives, that living testimony that God is real, that he's made a difference in my life, in your life, and that you're willing to share that with those around you. So that's a very imperative, very important that you make sure that you're expressing and showing the love of Christ in all that you do. And, you know, when even, even at work, you know, it, not everybody wants, wakes up every day and says, boy, I can't wait to get to work. But when you go to work, do it as if you're doing it unto the Lord. Work as if you're working unto the Lord. And that will shine through in what you're doing and how you're talking to people and how you're interacting. Trust me, I know it's tough. I've worked retail. I've worked in the mall. And particularly around the holidays, people can be a real royal um, derriere. All right. <laughs> trying to think of a, a politically correct way to say it and uh, they could be nasty and i tell you what when i was working retail i get some mad i can see straight i got tired of people coming give me your discount you know and uh, uh or just or returning something over you know it, it's just it's just 
it's horrible sometimes to work in the public eye and uh, or you may be working in a factory and you got a or construction or whatever it may be or working in a business uh, situation you may have a uh, uh, boss who is just uh, hateful and nasty or co-workers are hateful and nasty don't let those people dictate your attitudes and how you look at the day you work for jesus christ you work as for the lord nina says i'm dreading all that <laughs> yeah i'm sure you are i tell you what i i would i worked at the mall and i changed subject but I, uh, nothing made me more angry uh, is as uh, you sit there and you'd fold all those clothes and people come through and just pull them up, throw them back down. And I'm like, I just folded that. I can go back and fold it again. Or you'd be closing the gate. Yeah, I mean, it'd be coming down. I mean, it's, it's time to close up. The gate's coming down and some turkey would duck up underneath it and just start looking around and shopping. I'm like, what are you doing? You know, I'm like, I'm wanting to go home. I've lived a long, I've worked a long day and, <laughs> you know, and you keep doing nothing until, until they leave. I've never understood that. It's blown my mind. Or it'll be dead all day long. And as soon as you want to go to lunch, that's when it wants to, everybody wants to pile in and start shopping. <laughs> so that's the way it goes. Sorry, guys. I, <laughs> I've worked in retail for a long time. But, uh, but anyway. Uh, let's make sure that we're showing uh, that testimony within us. Let's make sure we're showing Jesus and sharing Jesus with those around us. There are going to be those out there who call God a liar with their actions, with their intentions, or verbally. But we know the truth, and we, we know the foundation of that truth. And let's stand on that, and let us uh, stand true to the Word of God. Despite how society changes, culture sh is changing, we know that God's Word never changes. Let's have a word of prayer. And if our Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us each and every day to share your love, to share your joy, to share our testimony with those around us. Lord, let us live a life that is honoring and glorifying to you. Let us never forget the precious gift of salvation that you've given us. Let us be willing to share that with those around us. Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God. Forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead us, God, and protect us this day. Lord, please be with our this upcoming election. Lord, uh, just please, I pray that your will be done. Let us trust in, the, in that and whatever the outcome is. But Lord, please, uh, uh, your mercy that uh, the results will be that of one we can all rejoice in. Be with this nation. Touch the hearts and minds like never before. Lord, be with our brother in Christ, Ron Thompson. Be with uh, Murph, uh, Mr. Roger Winters. I pray that you be with Linda David Feathers. I pray that you be with Troy and Ginger Hood, Kim Penix, Wendy Lee, Jane Kitchings. Uh, Lord, I pray that you be with Larry and Donna Knight and so many others, Lord Jesus. And Lord, I pray that uh, uh, you be with our president, give him the proper wisdom and discernment these difficult times lord uh, pray to you with all those watching today lead god to protect them keep them safe and well in jesus name i pray amen thank you all for watching this morning and anita said that you're still doing that uh, uh still <laughs> sorry to hear that anita that is uh, i don't know if you're like me that is uh gets so frustrating sometimes but uh we'll be praying for you uh, just a quick reminder, don't forget that uh, we'll be having our upcoming Fall Festival on October 31st. Uh, time change, uh, it will be at 530 is when we're going to start this. Uh, some people were concerned that it'll be get, because it gets so dark so early. 
that uh, might be better to start a little earlier uh, when we have some sunshine. So uh, that will start at 5.30, our fall festival, Fountain Life Bible Church, 18 Julie Lane. We'll have candy at the cars, free food, and I call it the one-stop candy shop. So uh, be sure and uh, come out and bring your families and your kids and enjoy. And we'll have live music by Ivy Road. So be sure you don't want to miss out on that. It's going to be a great time. And, and uh, Dad and I, Lord willing, I think it's the 28th, we'll be on uh, Daytime Tri-Cities uh, promoting that. So be sure and come out and join us. And uh, uh, don't forget also, I'm losing my train of thought here. If you want to share these devotions, you can find me on Facebook here at DocYoung77S. And uh, if you, um, uh, if you're a fan, I'm sorry, I can't think it's one. If you have friends or family who don't do Facebook, normally you can watch live on our website at uh, flbconline.com. However, uh, the last week or so, we I have not been able to stream out. We're having some problems. We haven't been able to stream out at the church. Uh, our uh, IT guy is working diligently uh, to try to straighten it out and figure it out as to why we can't. So hopefully that will be resolved soon and they can do that. And finally, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Donkey Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes. Free of charge, but listen to the audio only. It's all it is audio, but you can listen to all of our sermons, which I got to upload yesterday's uh, on there, and all of our uh, all these devotions each morning I upload on there as well as you're going out and about your day. And uh, I apologize for last night's sermon. I feel like I got a little too silly joking around uh, last night, and uh, I feel like uh, I fell fell short and felt like it was a little shallow and uh, with what I was trying to say, and then so I apologize for that. But anyway, I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.